Good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRNAM for Friday, September 16th, 2022. And our top story today, retirement security, recent efforts by other countries to expand coverage and retirement security. Well, Chris, it's so great to see you again. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. Great to see you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And, and last time we chatted with you, it was about 403B plans that you and the team at the uh, Government Accountability Office looked into. This time we're talking about how other countries expand and facilitate retirement savings. And, and let's start off there just broadly. Tell us about the initiative, how you gathered all this information and what countries in particular you, were, you and the team were looking at. Um, for those that may not be familiar with GAO, we're an independent nonpartisan agency and we conduct our work um, to provide Congress with information uh, as they um, ponder policy decision making. Uh, and, and so our research can be very helpful in that regard. And mo much of our work is at the request of Congress. And this is no different. Um, for this particular study, we convened uh, a panel of international representatives, experts, uh, and they include five countries, uh, Canada, including the uh, Quebec province, uh, Lithuania, the Netherlands, New Zealand, and the UK. And we selected these countries because um, they uh, have reforms and policies that can help uh, improve uh, the retirement savings, retirement security for workers. Um, and we focus in on certain uh, mechanisms and they include automatic enrollment, uh, default options, plan flexibilities. Um, and so these mechanisms uh, were the focus of our discussion uh, with these representatives. So they provided their uh, perspectives on you know what worked well and what are some of the trade-offs. So that was the focus of our study. Yeah, really interesting. And, and I'm a big believer. I know you are, and certainly Congress is. There are lessons that you know we we don't age differently here in the states than we do in Lithuania or Canada. We're all going to get older. We all uh, face kind of the same challenges of putting it away. So I'm a firm believer of of getting the best information possible and seeing what works in other countries and we can kind of create the best retirement plan possible. Uh, Chris, I want to ask you about auto enrollment. What did you learn uh, when you look at Lithuania and UK and Canada, including the Quebec province? I don't want to forget the French speaking Quebecois. Um, what did we learn about auto enrollment during this report? Um, so the uh, what we learned is that many of these plans uh, do uh, offer automatic enrollment. Um, and, you know, these countries take different approaches. Uh, Canada encourages automatic enrollment while the others um, make it a requirement. Uh, and they uh, reported that, many reported that they've experienced uh, very positive outcomes as a result of this mechanism. Uh, for example, the UK 
increased their participation uh, from uh, 2013 to 2014 by tenfold. Uh, so 1.1 million participants to over 10 million. Uh, just to give you an example of the potential success of how auto-enrollment can help uh, workers uh, have access and, and participate in these plans. Yeah, and, and look, in, in today's 401k plans, how that kind of translates here in the States, we have automatic enrollment in a great majority, not all, but a great majority of those plans. And from all accounts, uh, it seems to be a very positive plan design feature. Let me ask you about f financial incentives for employees because, you know, no deed goes unpunished. Uh, you know, people need a little something, a little carrot uh, before they get the stick. So what about some of the financial incentives? Is there such a thing as a match or an employer contribution that goes along with this automatic enrollment in some of these other countries? Um uh, as, as it, it may not be a surprise to you and to others, uh, some of the levers used are very similar to what we use here in the United States, uh, which is tax incentives, right? Um, so the government can provide tax incentives to encourage participa participation, uh, savings or uh, via withdrawals. Um, and that those tax incentives can be um, directed for participants or for employers to provide uh, employee uh, employer contributions. Yep, absolutely. And it, it sounds so similar. And it sounds like maybe some of those countries, maybe, uh, you know, some of the uh, Eastern uh, European countries like Lithuania, uh, maybe have adopted some of the best practices here in the States as well. Chris, I need to take a very quick break, unfortunately. We come back, we'll talk about some more lessons learned from other countries. You're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. At Empower, we help you open doors to get you ready for everything that lies ahead. Because your financial wellness is what matters most. Behind every door is an opportunity to save for life's moments. These are your goals, and it's time to help get you there. We've been opening doors for more than 17 million customers across America as they save for the future they want. We are Empower, and we're ready to open some doors for you. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses. I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. 
The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're going to change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers. This free book reveals little-known secrets about annuity strategies that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. Call right now for your free book. And as a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, both absolutely free, for calling Annuity General today. Call 800-504-8194. Well, Chris, thanks so much for staying with us. We always appreciate yours and the GAO's insight. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. All right, let's, let's continue the conversation. This is, again, fascinating. Just for the refresher, if you came in late during the commercial break, after the commercial break, GAO did a study examining other countries and, and things like auto enrollment, uh, contributions, et cetera. Chris, let's pick up the conversation around default plan options. Here in the States, we have something called target date funds or life cycle funds, and these fall under the Pension Protection Act. We're not going to get too much into the weeds, but how do some of these other great countries handle default options for these participants who are automatically enrolled? Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, international representatives that we discussed um, about their plans reported that um, financial decisions are very complex. And um, human nature uh, is that sometimes you know there's inertia, uh, procrastination. <laughs> And so to the extent that uh, we have tools to help facilitate and simplify these financial decisions uh, can help encourage participation and help participants um, save more, right? So these default options can uh, include um, a minimum uh, contribution rate. And many of the plans that we looked at, uh, the contribution rate is uh, generally between 3 and 5%. So that's one particular mechanism that uh, plans can can help participants uh, simplify their decision making. Um, The other option, as you mentioned, is the target date funds. Um, And um, for for those who are unfamiliar with target date funds, it's a fund that has a mix of uh, different risk levels um, and there's a glide path that switches the risk level uh, according to the expected uh, retirement date of the worker. Um, so that takes the, the sort of the active uh, managing part of uh, financial decision-making for participants. And so that's one option that these countries are using where participants are defaulting into these funds so that it's less um, decision-making on their part. Um, the other thing that they talked about was default providers. Um, and uh, in this situation, it's, it's about uh, providing more consumer protection, if you will, uh, for the participants. They talked about these providers offer lower fees, for example. Um, they have you know, more uh, fiduciary responsibilities and they're subject to federal oversight. 
Um, so those are the three broad categories of default options that uh, the countries offered to us in terms of sharing their perspectives. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, th this goes back around the Pension Protection Act. I know Bill Sharp and Shloma Bonarzi did a lot of behavioral research. And again, if you're a human in America or a human in Lithuania, you're still human and eliminating some of those choices and structuring an architecture in a plan just makes sense. It just facilitates and makes it easier. Last, uh, second to last question, not the last question. We'll let you off that easy, Chris. Uh, let's talk about plan flexibilities. How flexible are these other plans? For example, can you opt out of auto enrollment? I know you mentioned that some, some make it mandatory, but what type of flexibilities exist when you looked at some of these other countries? Uh, that's that's a great point. Um, plan flexibilities also are features that can help participants navigate um, their savings, their retirement throughout the process. Um, and as you mentioned, while auto enrollment uh, is, is wonderful to encourage savings, um, there may be times in a participant's life where they may be facing financial hardship and perhaps that uh, contribution rate may not suit their uh, financial conditions at the time. So these plans um, do offer the opt-out uh, feature and based on available data, uh, it suggests that um, uh, plans that offer a longer period to opt out tended to have a higher rate of opting out. Uh, for example, um, I think Lithuania had a 39% of opting out and they have the longest period of opting out, I think about 150 days, for example. Wow. Um, other countries like um, the UK, they do offer um, uh, re-enrollment uh, and uh, automatic re-enrollment after three years, for example. So um, there's some flexibility there. Um, they do talk about the trade-offs of, you know, allowing particip participants to withdraw during a financial hardship, for example, and that the, the potential downfall to that is leakage. Um, the, the more that the participants withdraw their funds uh, before retirement, they run the risk of perhaps not having enough during retirement years. All right, Chris, uh, we talked last time when you were on the show about 403B plans. This time we're talking about what other countries are doing. I have to ask, because I'm just kind of excited, what reports can we expect from the GAO? What are you working on? Can you give us a little bit of a hint what's, what's cooking at the GAO? Um, well, in terms of retirement, we have quite a few reports um, that we're working on. Uh, if you're interested in 403B, we do have a part two that is coming perhaps uh, early next year. Uh, so I would be delighted to come back and discuss our results then. Absolutely. I'm excited. You can see me uh, licking my salivating here. Well, Chris, it's always great to see you. Give my best to everyone at the GAO. And thank you so much for joining us on the program this morning. Thank you. Good to see you. And that wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, somebody you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news and lifestyle wellness, finance, tech, entertainment, so much more in all in one place. Check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content, or visit our website and, of course, all of our streaming partners. 
We're back again tomorrow with a look back at our best segments for the week on BRN Weekly. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device.